Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, and this podcast is in collaboration with my sister company, Compaq, which is the one-stop shop for all your competing needs. So, this has been a very interesting day. Um, well, actually, no, I lied to you. A very interesting month. Um, I think the month being in August and it's just before all the craziness happens in the UK September and October are the busiest sort of months that we have and I'm starting to notice a lot more people um, are letting me know that there's kind of I guess they call them like competitors or rivalries um, like other brands that are coming up whether they're selling similar jewellery whether they're doing one-stop shops um, and it really got me thinking about dealing with like generally just competition and you get that both in business but you also get that in competing and you also get that in the workplace you get that in your family circle sometimes you get competition in uh, inverted commas competition in various sections and areas of your life and it really, I don't know, it got me thinking about how you deal with it. And people seem very shocked when every single time they've told me about this new company that's come up um, or them saying, no, you know, we want to be the next, next compact or whatever. Um, and I just, I honestly am very shocked because I, I personally, I don't know they're there. I have no idea. And I thought about this actually last year because of the orders that were coming through a compact and people, when they place an order with me, I like to know the date of their show. I like to know the federation just so I can kind of tailor things. So for example, if a girl has ordered shoes of a platform and I know that she's going for UK BFF and she's ordered platform shoes, I will go back to her and just say, look, these shoes aren't going to be right for you. So it's really, really handy to have that information. And a lot of my friends are asking me like, oh, you must know like who your competitors are then. And technically I actually could have known. Um, I could have easily gone on the orders, looked at when their date was last year, but I, I didn't put myself in that situation. I just thought there's no, there's no point. Um, I didn't see there was any point in looking at my competition because all it would have done was potentially steered me off track made me start to compare myself potentially make me look at myself and think oh I'm not as good as her and start that whole negative spiral of comparing and that's just not really what I want to do um and it's not something I want to do in business it's not something that I want to do in competing it's not something that I like to do generally just because you think about this analogy if you're driving and you're driving at 70 miles an hour or even 30 miles an hour if you're not looking straight ahead and seeing where you're driving to, so if you can't see where the next junction is coming ahead because you're too bothered looking over one section, looking at the other section, just looking, not looking on the road or not looking forward, then you're most likely going to crash because you're not focusing on what you need to be focusing on. So whether it's business or whether it's competing, if you're not focusing on your next goal, if you're not focusing on where you need to get to next, then you're either going to slow down because you're not really going to be propelling forward because your focus is going to be completely diverted. And instead of, it sounds silly, but like feeding the other person as well, 
So if you're not focused on yourself, then all you're doing is giving that other potential person, whether it's a competitor, whether it's a business, whether it's anything in life, or any sort of competition, inverted commas, that you've, you're coming across, you're just giving them more energy, and you're just giving them... It sounds like you're letting them win, in a way. And I think that is the hardest thing as a competitor, is to really stay focused on yourself, um, especially if you're in a job as well, or your type of temperament is always to kind of look at others. You're caring for someone, you're always thinking about someone else. But I would really stress to you girls, if you are struggling to deal with competition or any of that sort, then really just stop yourself and kind of ask yourself, like, why are you putting this much focus and energy into someone else? I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to take inspiration. So if you're looking at someone and thinking, oh, like, I love how they did that quarter turn or, oh, I love how they do that image that they put on their social media. Like, it's all great to have inspiration um, and take something positive from them. But if it's going to make you either a person that you don't like to be or it's going to make you a person that you don't like to be in a sense of feeling anxious, not thinking you're good enough, then just pull yourself away from that situation and just think about where you could be spending your time and it could be better placed. Doing something which is actually going to help you stay focused on on the goal. So I always think as well with Gymshark, Ben Francis. People have asked me, how am I feeling, um, I guess, like intimidated or uh, worried about competition and my personal opinion is no um, I think I always think what would Ben Francis do and I know that sounds so silly but it's like what do you do you think Ben Francis is focusing on other competitions so maybe like Alphalete or Nike or something like that or do you think he's focused on how he can improve himself his business and actually improve the service that and the experience that he's giving to customers that's exactly the same way that I see it um, and the same with like nail technicians and beauty therapists like I was speaking to my brow lady last week and she sees she teaches other brow ladies how to do what to do what she does and she always says she's really shocked when she's she's doing these training sessions and she does them around the UK and she does one and she hears that someone's from Northampton and she actually gets really excited she's like oh we could meet up blah 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 whereas some people don't like that they feel really, really, like a lot of anxiety around that there's potentially someone that does something similar to themselves. But I always think there's plenty of business to go around. And why is there so many supplement brands? Why is there so many orange juice brands? You look at freaking chocolate and there's so many different brands. Look at the cereal aisle. Like how many freaking cereals does someone need? We only need one. We only need one unless you're with a bodybuilder, i.e. my husband, and eats like every single cereal possible. However, why is there so many brands and why are they doing so well? It's purely because, quite a few reasons. One being, there's plenty of business to go around. And B, you're not, there's a brand out there and there's a product out there for everyone. So someone might like, I'm just thinking of the cereal aisle now. Um, Someone might like, the real Cocoa Pops brand, yeah? Obviously, it was all available. Lol, jokes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, some people like the real, the real, you know, Cocoa Pops. They don't like buying like, Kellogg's all the way because of taste or because of the brand. For me, 
it doesn't really matter. It gets poured over with sugar-free syrup anyway, so who cares? <laughs> but I buy the supermarket branded one because it doesn't really matter to me and I would just buy it because, you know, as I say, I end up shoving blueberries and anything else on it, so you, most of the time it's just nice texture. Um, but that's kind of the point I'm making, is there's always going to be you're not going to resonate with everyone and there's a reason why certain people connect to certain brands and why they don't and if you try and please and appeal to every single person out there you don't really have a brand you don't really have a lot to kind of stand for and they made like a really small example of what was it oh yeah it was the jewelry so i don't know if you've seen on my website is i don't I tend to go for things which are a little bit more clean lines, um, a little bit more, well, you don't see a lot of colour. And I have been playing around with getting colour, but I haven't had any requests come in for the colour options, to be honest. So I just haven't really gone for it. But so that's one reason why I haven't gone for it. But the second reason as well is I personally don't think when you're on stage, can you imagine this, girls? You're on stage, yeah? You put all that hard work in and you've chosen jewellery which might be slightly overpowering for you but it takes the complete attention away from your physique or even your bikini like the main thing is your physique yeah is what you've been working your ass off for so long and i would hate for, for someone to look at me as soon as i come on stage and instead of going oh my god she looks insane look at her delt pop hopefully i've got some delts um yeah I want them to hopefully comment on the overall package or comment on how good this part of my physique looks or X part of my physique, that part of my physique looks. I would hate for my jewellery to be that overpowering that they go, oh, I really like that jewellery. Can you imagine that? And that's like, some people want that, which is fine, but that's just my personal opinion. I personally think with jewellery, you need to be, and with shoes, and to be fair, the whole package, um, whether it's a fitness fashion sort of federation or whether it's more like a bodybuilding style federation you need to be choosing things like jewelry which are not going to overpower you as a person and stop you from really shining because if you think about a lot of the judges like most of the time girls a lot of the judges as we all know are males yeah so they're going to be looking for actually i hate actually i'm going to go back on that it is like female and male judges both look for this but what i'm trying to get at here is they're marking you most of that criteria is based on the physique yes it is the overall package as well and the presentation but you want everything to be kind of cohesive um and you don't want things to be overshadowing you as the person um i think i've just said that but in a very different way um sorry if that's kind of repeating myself but yeah that's the that's like one main reason why i like I really do take a lot of time and I won't just put something on the website just because like I will put things on the website that I truly believe and know are going to be the best and going to be the most useful um, and the most helpful whether that's from a practical point of view like skin prep or whether it's actually showcasing you girls in the best way possible so that's kind of like where my little inspiration for this episode has kind of come out today and it's so it's so interesting so I'm gonna give you a bit more like a, I guess an inside scoop. Um, there's a brand that's starting up in Australia and I 
notice that they follow like I got like a company follow me on my personal page and I don't really get a lot like in comparison to obviously the compact and not just bikini girl I don't get as much because um, I always try and make it push towards those brands usually but I got like a, a request on my personal and I was like oh this is a bit weird so I just clicked through and this brand they haven't started they haven't launched yet and you, I could see that what they were doing was pretty much the same as what um, Compact's already doing. And I've noticed this a lot as since, um, how long has it been going now for? So since Compact has launched about a year and a half ago, I started to see like other brands like pop up and stuff. Um, but I just found it very interesting that this person followed my personal page and didn't follow like the Compact page. And I looked and the person was only following 10 people. And I thought, this is really weird. I don't know how she's found me. <laughs> I was like, this is very, very strange. But yeah, it, it kind of, it was strange for me, I think, because I've never gone out and actively seeked and looked at competitors. So when it was kind of put right in front of my face, I was like, oh, well, like, this is weird. And it, I thought, right, well, let's have a look. Let's have a look at what they're doing. And yeah, the content that they're doing looks really nice. Um, yeah, the products that they're doing look really good as well, like the kind of sneak peeks. But I kind of just thought, like, why am I even looking at this? Like... Yeah, I hope she does well. But I just thought there's just no point me getting stressed out about it. There's no point me getting stressed out. I just really brought myself back to like my, when I do contest preps. Um, and I, this is what I always say. It really, running a business and doing a contest prep, they both teach you very, very similar things. I guess it kind of comes out in various ways. I guess at the point that I'm trying to get at. Um, but yeah, I just thought, you know, I wish her the best. I don't know why she's following my personal account, but I've got other stuff that I would much rather be focusing on and dealing with. So, for example, like, an athlete message came up, and I was like, right, I need to talk to Danny. So, yeah, it's, it is a hard one, and it's so easier said than done. You can just say, oh, just ignore them. But it, we all know that it's a lot easier than done to just ignore them. But I think if you can get really clear on your direction and be really committed and resilient. And the main one there being committed to the direction and really clear on what you're doing, then it's not a bad thing to put the blinkers on sometimes and kind of go full on tunnel vision because it means that you're gonna get to that goal hopefully a lot sooner. So for example, I've got a really big goal with Compaq that I want to be able to offer next day delivery. And I know that sounds like, oh, why don't you just do it now? But it's going to take a lot of manpower. It's going to take a lot of risk on my side because I would have to bring in, um, I'd have to bring in potentially a warehouse space. I'd have to potentially hire staff. I would have to put in a lot of money cash flow wise. Um, and that would be actually, I'm being really honest, that would be me taking the bank loan out um, just to get all the stock if you can imagine like 150 plus items um you need a lot more than that and different styles like it's a big big mission um but i know that how much i know how much that is going to help improve this industry and improve the experience for competitors and if for any reason at all they're stuck last minute and they can't get to the shops or you know things you know life happens and that's the reason why i started compact was to hopefully reduce the stress and the time and the energy that that you guys could be spending doing things which are more important it's all about this thing with time so yeah that's like a big goal that i've got with compact but i know it's 
it's not as clear cut as oh just offer next day delivery but if I don't stay clear and I guess in a way tunnel vision and focusing on what I want to bring to this industry and what I want to bring to you girls and guys um, as well then I'm not going to be able to get that goal I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do to really do a 180 on this whole industry so really get clear on your goal I think and you will find that you won't be spending as much time looking at who's going to be on stage or who potentially they're hiring at work um, that could be going for your job or other people that have been interviewed for your job like get really clear on that um I wouldn't say like I think it just depends on like the sort of person you are and the mindset you are so if I'm having a bad day for example and someone's like trying to show me something from a confessor I'll be honest I will not look at it because I'm like well I'm in a really bad headspace today so the last thing I'm going to be doing is looking at a capessa because then I'll just be in a weird place and I just won't feel great whereas if I'm in like a really like for example I don't know like a really responsive like want to take inspiration sort of day then whereas if I'm in a headspace that I'm like I'm gonna look at inspiration and that might bring in competitors potentially if I'm gonna look at like inspiration and someone on that day goes oh have you seen what this brand's doing then I'm gonna be more responsive and I'll potentially look at it so it just depends on what sort of day and I guess that comes down to like daily kind of like check-ins with yourself and monitoring and seeing how like where you're at and I don't think it's a bad thing like you can't always I think that's one bad thing about sometimes like these motivational talks or like whatever you hear from like coach like mindset coaches and stuff is that things aren't you're all, you, you've got to catch yourself on the right day um and act accordingly so yeah so I think just go by day to day whether looking like some people can look at their competition and get proper like fired up proper like inspired and motivated and that sometimes happens with myself um inside and outside of business um you know looking at other girls they can be massive motivators whereas I never know they could be potentially like competition one day so um use this sort of stuff but know when it's probably not the best time to use that sort of stuff. So if you're having a bad day, then you need to just focus on yourself and getting yourself in a good mental like headspace and a positive frame of mind so you can smash the goals that you've got and you can really take as much like positive inspiration as you can. Whereas if you're not in that headspace, then you need to go back to square one. Yeah? Hope that makes some sort of sense, girls. I'm trying to do a few more of these because I, I get this like I just get random like ideas and I'm like I really need to write that down and then most of the time I'm driving uh, always happens when I'm driving it's really annoying um but yeah stay focused on your goal let me know if you want me to do like more improv stuff like this and yeah by the way girls omg we hit 2,000 followers on instagram and I only just noticed and I'm already like 50 over and I was like oh my god again it's not a priority of mine so I didn't notice it but thank you so much um, to all of you that have followed that little podcast um, Instagram page it's still insane that some of you are in Australia and you're listening to this little girl in Northampton well little girl I'm five foot ten but you're listening to this girl in Northampton Um, it does it is still a little bit mad to think but it really does mean a lot to hear all your support and um, yeah voice notes you know where to get me (laughs) have a wicked rest of your day and week and i'll catch you guys in the next episode